0: Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bookmatch. If you are catching us on the replay, this is Bookmatch for Thursday, December 7th, 2023. I'm Shannon, and I appreciate you choosing to spend part of your Thursday evening here with me. If you haven't been here before, this is a book-related call, in case you couldn't tell from the title, um, and it is a call all about book recommendations. One of the things that I love most, aside from just you know reading books, talking about books, but I love matching people with books that I think will be perfect for them based on their reading tastes. So what we do here is I will ask you to raise your hand and share with me some things that you like to read, whether you have a particular genre that you enjoy, maybe genres you don't enjoy, or tropes that you don't enjoy in books. Sometimes I'll ask you to tell me, you know, the like three things that you've read and loved recently. And that will often help me to come up with more suitable recommendations for you. Um, Sometimes people ask me for things that I don't know off the top of my head. And if you are one of those people, I will ask you to come back the next time we do this call. And I will do some research and hopefully find some awesome stuff for you. Before we get started, I do want to thank Joey for hosting and Kayla for connecting us to ACB Media 5 as well as to Clubhouse. Both of you are definitely appreciated. We are here the first and third Thursday of each month um other times you can find me hosting the book bistro podcast um you can find us on most of your podcasters of choice um and that is a podcast that i host with a group of women and we talk about things we're reading we talk about talk about books related to a theme um there are author interviews and all kinds of fun stuff So if you love books, which I imagine you do, if you are here on this call, um, you might want to check that out as well. So I'm going to, again, um, say that if you would like to contribute, please raise your hand and Joey will call on you. Um, If you're in Clubhouse, Kayla will raise her hand to let me know that someone over there wishes to speak. Um, And if there are no raised hands, then you have to listen to me talk for a long time and nobody really wants to do that. So (laughs) uh, Joey, do we have any raised hands?
0: No, you do not have any raised hands at the moment. Okay.
1: That means... Oh,
0: actually, that let's that Diane has her hand raised.
2: Ah, uh, Diana. You knew I'd have to raise my hand, didn't you, Shannon? Indeed. <laughs> okay, I read just this week I'm reading my first Mary Jo Putney book. Woo, yes. And it's a standalone one, but I've noticed when I went to the website, her website that she has a lot of series. Yes. Um, and I'm joining I'm enjoying it. It's one called Magic Spell. Magic gone not, no, Marriage Spell. Marriage Spell, yes. Okay, and I'm enjoying it, but does she have, I don't know which one of her series that I want to start next. Does Are any of her series not all about lords and ladies that might, if they, you know, I like the Highlander stuff. Are there any that are not mm. necessarily, well, to be Highlanders, that'd be great. But if they're like not the upper, like ar- ar- bleh, aristocracy, oh. or would there any of those series might be? you know, more, more like that or, and, or magic. Cause I'm liking the magic stuff that's in there too. So Mary Jo Putney
1: has done a variety of things, but mainly they do feature the British aristocracy. Um, she has a series that deals with a group of, of like childhood friends who end up going off to fight in the Napoleonic Wars. Um, If I remember correctly, not all of them are technically part of the aristocracy, but they are definitely um, part of the, like the British upper class. Um, The marriage spell is one of a very few that ended up having any kind of magic um, thrown in. A lot of what she's done has just been, you know, straight up, like, historical romance. Um, she has one or two contemporaries. Um, I think there's one called, like, The Burning Path. That's a contemporary. Um, but largely, you're going to find her writing, you know, is like going to be his- that. okay. Yes, like, the historical romances of, like, the 80s and 90s, if you're familiar with those, kind of the Big, like sweeping stories. Sometimes you'll find like pirates in some of them. Um, There's a couple that are, I want to say, set like in the Far East, um, Mm. dealing with like spice trading in India. Mm. Um, There's Um, some stuff dealing with the ones that you mentioned
2: that had the ones that fought in the Napoleonic Wars and they were a bunch of friends. What is that series called?
1: let me look up the title of that series for you because books like titles of books are uh, flitting through my brain here, but not necessarily the series title. Okay. So I'm going to look that up. So if you just give me a second, I will tell you sure. um, no hurry. Mary Jo Putney has actually written quite a few things. Um, she's, one of the people that I've been reading for for years now, um, since I was, gosh, in early college. Uh-huh. Um, all right, let's see here. Let's see what we've got here.
0: And just so you know, when you get through here, you have a raised hand clubhouse.
1: Okay, thank you.
3: Okay. So
1: so there is a book in her um, Rogue's Redeemed series that has a Scottish laird. Um, which is not, you know, perhaps quite like the Highlander thing, but it is set in Scotland. So that might be one to look at, uh, to pay <laughs> attention to. But what, um, was,
2: what was, did you have the title for that one or just, I just need to look at the Rose Creek series.
1: I will give you that title in just a second. Okay. So Fallen Angels is this series that is about the friends that fight in the war The first book in that series is Thunder and Roses. The Scottish book is called Once a Laird. And it is Rogues Redeemed book six. Now I would say that some of her stuff you can read out of order. um, If you don't mind mild spoilers of like, you know, who ends up with who, um, from previous books.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: But otherwise you can, um, you can definitely go ahead and, you know, read those out of order. Um, you just might learn things about other couples. Um, but that is what I know about Mary Jo Putney, um, and her sort of theories like that.
2: All right. Well, thank you. You're so welcome. I might have a question later again. Who knows? Well, come back if you do. Okay.
1: Kayla, what do we have in Clubhouse? We have
4: Autumn. You may unmute.
1: Autumn.
4: You're still muted. It's in the bottom right. Can y'all hear
1: me? Sorry.
4: There you are. Clubhouse was moving. Hello. Okay, so it's funny because I'm actually doing a braille challenge right now. So, this is a reading braille challenge. So, this is perfect. Um, I kind of have two books going. So, I just finished a book. I like, I'm getting into my um, faith based type books. So, the first book I just finished is called uh, It's a God Thing by Donald Jacobson.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And then the
4: other one that I've just started today. Actually, is called. Wait a second. Um. Uh. Love does. Um. And it's like a. This second book is more of a novel, or like a. Yeah, not novelty, but more of a. I guess yeah, kind of like a, a. Biography of this person's life. Um, okay memoir memoir geez yeah memoir, memoir
1: yes of, okay yes
4: Of um just kind of how this person goes about doing things and is faith-based as well i didn't know if you had any other recommendations
1: for that so one that i genre? one that i really like is a book called educated by tara westover and it It's not quite... I don't know. It, it is a memoir. Um, and it talks about... a woman's life sort of as she... comes to terms with like her father's faith and how that faith sort of changed her family. Um, there is some abuse in there. It can... Uh, I wouldn't say it's like very graphic, necessarily, but it is a hard read. Um, but I love sort of the self-discovery angle and mm-hmm. just her like search for for education and understanding of like what faith could mean to her and how that could be different from what it meant to her father. Um, yeah. that is, I think, one of the best memoirs that i've read
4: see so the the um sorry, give me a second. um author that i'm reading it right now is bob goff but the previous book i read the um miracles that happened everyday people it's a god thing um is more like small story it's a chapter book but each right. chapter is broken down into small stories um mm-hmm. of people's miracles of you know their hard times and how they got through it so it's not that first one's not really a memoir it's just kind of a journey through multiple people's lives each chapter talks about somebody else if that makes sense
1: mm-hmm. have you ever looked at any of like the chicken soup for the soul sort of memoir or not memoirs but like collections where they mm-hmm. have kind of similar things I've heard of them, yes, like- but like little, um, like little stories about like things. You know, some of them are are you know kind of miraculous. Some of them are just like good like good deeds that people have done. Um, but okay. they are what also sort of it's chicken soup for the soul, and they have oh, okay. like many of them. So there's like you know chicken soup for the mother's soul, chicken soup for the Teenager's soul chicken soup I think mm-hmm. for the cat Lover's soul um like for pretty much any way that you could choose to identify um you know any like type of person that you're looking to read about um you can find a chicken soup for the soul book mm-hmm. um there are a lot of them in um, a, a, a book I, oh, what.
4: No, I found it I, I saw
1: it yeah. I
4: signed it I uh, uh, I had originally asked if it was a magazine or a book, but I found it. I know. Oh, looking there. on Bookshare,
1: stuff. So, yeah, there are like yeah. many of them on, like on Bard on Bookshare, um, and you can kind of look through those and see, like what suits sort of your you know interest, mm-hmm. um, and you know what might like work best for you. Um, but I know a lot of people really, really like. Those. I've heard that
4: those are good. Now that you say that, yeah. I know I've heard of them, but uh, yeah. Anyway, awesome. Okie dokie, well, thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for joining. On this my book collection, and then real Yay. quick, what days did you say? Um,
1: every first so Monday. I'm here of- the first. I am here the first. Um, the first and third Thursdays of the month. 30. And then, so what was this- your
4: podcast called? I know you said something about a podcast, and of course, uh, so My we, are yelling at me.
1: The, we are the Book
4: Bistro podcast. <laughs> Book Bistro. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Yes.
1: You're welcome.
0: Just so you know, you have no hands right now.
1: Okay. Then it is time to talk about new books. Um. So, December, as I have mentioned on previous calls, is a little bit of a difficult month um, as far as books. Especially for me, um, because I'm not a Christmas girl. But December 5th was an absolutely amazing new release day. So, we are going to take a look at some things that came out on the 5th and then I will also give a couple of highlights of things that are coming out on the 12th which is um, Tuesday that follows you know the next Tuesday so if um, Joey if there are any hands you can always interrupt me. Um, I, I will do that. Yes. If sure you don't, will. I'll just sort of, you know, go on and on. So
0: I can do not, that. As soon as you get not. somebody, I'll let you know.
1: Thank you so much. You're well. Because my going on and on will serve no one well. All right. So we are looking at December books. And I'm going to start with a historical mystery. And this is The Frozen River by Ariel Lawn. And it's L-A-W-H-O-N. And this is about a midwife who is investigating a crime. And the ways in which sort of her beliefs about medicine, kind of clash with some of the townspeople. It is set in the late um, 18th century. So it's a a period in history that I have not read a ton about, um, but it is one that I am very, very excited to read. And that, once again, is The Frozen River, and it's by Ariel Lawn. I also want to mention a feminist dystopian. This is yours for the taking. It's by Gabrielle Korn and that last name is spelled K-O-R-N. This is sort of an end of the world kind of book, um, deals with climate change. It's set in the near future. It starts at about 2050 and it follows a generation of people, who are part of what is called the inside project, which means that cities are built sort of inside um, so that people are able to live safely from climate change. Um, but there is a lot of hmm, unethical behavior going on as cities are taken inside. I just read this. Um, it is kind of a slow moving quiet book. It's not super action packed, but it will give you a lot to think about. It discusses like class and gender and feminism. Um, I liked it a lot. Although, like I said, if you're looking for something that is super fast paced, this might not be the book for you. But it is yours for the taking. And it's by Gabrielle Korn. We also have... The Other Mother. This is a psychological thriller by Catherine Faulkner. It is about one of these very exclusive communities. Um, and of course, you know, all the things that can go wrong when people live in these little enclaves. Um, this one is, you know, as you can probably guess from the title, about motherhood and secrets. So it's kind of women's fiction crossed with a psychological thriller. This is, I believe, Faulkner's second novel. Her first book is Greenwich Park, and that came out last year. If you're looking for something a little more paranormal, we have The Fake Mate by Lana Ferguson. This is a fake dating paranormal romance featuring wolf shifters. Um, Ferguson wrote The Nanny in early 2023, and that was more of a straight-up contemporary romance, but this one is paranormal. I will say that her books tend to be a little spicy, so if you're not up for that, um, you know, this might not be what you're looking for. But I've heard nothing, nothing but good things about Ferguson's writing. Um, so this is The Fake Mate, and it's by Lana Ferguson. We also have This Spells Love. This is by Kate Robb. It is women's fiction with a little bit of the paranormal um, magic, which is all these things that we love. Um, I was kind of surprised to see this as a December release as opposed to like an October release because a lot of kind of magical like witchy books come out in October. But this one is um, is a bit later than that. So that is This Spells Love and it is by Kate Robb. Um, let's see here. I also have to mention for people who love historical romance, we have the fourth book in Evie Dunmore's League of Extraordinary Women series. And this is the Gentleman's Gambit. These are historical romances kind of with a with a modern feel. Um, so if you were paying attention to what I was saying to Diana about Mary Jo Putney and sort of the historical romances of the 80s and 90s. These are not those. Um, And it's hard to explain the difference without like going into a big, long thing. Um, I'm happy to do that if people are interested in sort of what sets um, the historical romances of today apart from what I always call the historical romances of my youth. You can always ask me um, about that if you want. But this is Gentleman's Gambit. It is League of Extraordinary Women, book four by Evie Dunmore. Um, Diana, the third book in this series is Portrait of a Scotsman. And that one might be... um, something that you would enjoy if you're looking for the Highlander sort of trope. Um, Let's see here. I also want to mention another um, kind of historical, no, I'm sorry, another psychological thriller. This is The Engagement Party by Darby Kane. And Darby Kane is the pseudonym for romance author Helen K. Diamond. And she has been writing, this is the third, I believe, uh, psychological thriller that she's written under the name Darby Kane. I read um, her previous two and really, really enjoyed them. So if you're looking for kind of a female-centered um, thriller that is, you know, pretty dark and twisty. I would recommend uh, the work of Darby Kane, whether you start with this one, which is the engagement party or with either of the other two, Um, it does not matter. These are completely standalone um, thrillers. Let's see. We also have Technically Yours. This is a contemporary workplace romance by Denise Williams. I love Denise Williams so much. I was privileged to interview her for the podcast um, a couple of years ago, and she is just so much fun, very insightful, um, and I really love what she's bringing to the romance genre. She has, I believe, four or five full-length contemporaries now and a couple of novellas as well. You all know that short books make me angry, but I know that that's not the case for everybody. And for some people, you know, a novella is just like the perfect size. So if you are one of those people, definitely um, check out her novellas. But if you're looking for meatier, kind of lengthier contemporaries, um, I, I can't say enough good things about Denise Williams. This one, is called Technically Yours. Um, what else do we have here? So, if you like historical mysteries, which I started with, you may be aware of the Counterfeit Lady series by Victoria Thompson and the Seventh book in that series is out this week. This is City of Betrayal. And the premise of this series is we have a con artist who has decided that she's ready to go straight. She wants to join sort of New York's high society. And she finds love and solves mysteries along the way. Um, These are a lot of fun. The audiobook narrator, I would not say, is my favorite. She's not terrible, but you know she's not somebody that I'm like super excited about. So depending on how you feel about narrators, um, you know definitely check out the sample, like the Audible sample, if you choose to do these in audio. Otherwise, um, they are available as eBooks. You can find them on Bookshare. Um, A lot of public libraries have these, but I really, really enjoy the stories. Just not so much the audio narration. Um, And this one is City of Betrayal and it's Counterfeit Lady, book seven by Victoria Thompson. Victoria Thompson also writes the long running um, gaslight series. And these are Victorian um, mysteries and I want to say, there are twenty five of those now. I believe the first one is Murder on Astor Place. Um, I have not read that you, series.
0: You do have raised a uh, raised hand, Robin. When you get ready,
1: Robin. All right, I will. Uh, hello, finish.
3: hello. Do you want me? You can finish talking about that book if you want.
1: I will do that, and then I will. I will. Uh, um, move on. So I have not read the Gaslight series, but I have read the Counterfeit Lady books. Um, and I do have the first Gaslight book on my TBR pile. Um, now there are, you know, thousands of other things there too. So who knows when I will read it, but if historical mysteries are something that you enjoy, I would recommend checking out Victoria Thompson and Robin Hello. Hello. Welcome to life from inside my fridge.
3: Oh, dear. It, it might
1: be cold in there.
3: It is, but I'm not in there anymore.
1: Oh, good. Um, so, I...
3: It's cold and rainy, and life is kind of, you know, life... I want a book I can sink into. Okay. Something really interesting, but not too intense. Oh. That's the, the fine balance is I, I don't Yay. love a lot of, like, cozy books. They, they annoy me after a while. I oh, yes. Even though they're they're really cozy and they're nice to sink into, they don't have enough depth for me. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want you know a thriller or something like that, or like a deep, dark, you know, horrible family drama. Oh yes, and uh, nothing with dead parents. Ah, oh, no dead parents.
1: That that's no fair. dead parents. That's fair. So something that came out this week, um, and it was one of my most anticipated uh, December releases, um, and it's not the feminist dystopia that I talked about (laughs) earlier, um, because that is very um, intense and probably not what you you want. It sounds
3: very interesting, but it doesn't quite fill the the niche that i'm
1: looking for (laughs) no um there is a a book called rebecca not becky Mm. and it is a sort of social justice um themed book it is compared to such a fun age by kylie reed which was one of my top books of both 2019 and 2020 Um, because it was published sort of right at the end of 2019. Um, And so it didn't get enough traction in the Mm. year it was published. So I decided that it was actually the best of both years. Um, But it is a social justice book, kind of women's fiction-y about two stay-at-home moms. One is black and one is white. And they become friends but also kind of deal with, you know, some of the like microaggressions and all the things that sort of surround being a good ally. Um, hmm. I have not read it yet, although it is sitting um, in my Libro FM uh, library currently, and I will be reading it very soon, but it does not seem like overly dark. Mm. um, it may have some intensity to it, but not like I don't get the impression that it's like, you know like it it's not a thriller. It's not horror. Um, it's sort of the, you know, intensity that we would deal with sort of along like the the social justice, you know, realm. Um, interesting. I'm, I'm wondering about something historical. Historical. So there is the Frozen River, and I don't know if you were on the call um, when I talked no, about that. It, it was came. Not. It came out this week. It is set in the late 1700s and is about a midwife.
3: Oh, yes. Um, I think you were just finishing up talking about that.
1: Ah, uh, yes. That is Ariel Lawn. Yes. Um, yes, and yes, that I've, one came out. That. Okay. Yes,
3: that sounds <laughs> like what I'm looking for.
1: Yeah, that one came out this week. Um, and she also has a couple of other books. One, um, about Princess Anastasia of Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, that one didn't work well for me because it's part of it is told in reverse order. Oh. And sort of like, sort of like short books. Um, I was gonna say that would make you hostile. Yes, yes, books, books that go backwards also make. Me
2: hostile.
1: <laughs> um, but she has written a couple of other things, and I've heard a lot of good things about her writing. Um, so if you are looking for something. You know that's well, historical, and um, things that go in reverse order don't necessarily make me hostile. So, well, then you know you you could read a, a book that it's like it's a dual timeline, and one of the timelines is told in reverse order, right? Um, so you would have to you know see how that, how well, that what's works the author's for you. name? Ariel, and it's Lawhon L A W H O N. Oh, yeah, I did hear you and, talk about that earlier. Yes, and that book is I Was Anastasia.
3: Yes, and then okay. And the
1: new one is The Frozen River.
3: I was busy while I was listening to you, so I, I
1: did hear that I, about
3: Frozen River earlier. I just didn't
1: register. Oh, well, yeah, so that might also work. Thank you. Um, there's also a, a series and I have not read these so I cannot vouch for them beyond just saying that they are historical and queer um, and they are the Pentecost and Parker series by Oh, Cedar yes! The first one being uh, Fortune Favors the Dead mm-hmm. I have that in Kindle Ah. And I believe the first two or three are on Bard. Maybe I saw the first one through my public library, um, but it is certainly possible that those are on Bard. Um, but I did also see them in Libby. Um, so that might also be mm, something that is worth. A uh, good thing to check out, especially since I have it. Uh, well, yes. Yes. I mean, you can always, you know, have more books, Mm. but, um, you know. I am aware. Yes.
3: Well, thank you very much, Shannon. I appreciate your help. And I think you've also helped me kind of shake up my thinking, too. Oh, sometimes that's a good thing. Yes. You
1: know, like I
3: think there are no books.
1: Oh, no, that would be terrible. That would be like a dystopia of a different kind. Hmm. Probably not even like a feminist dystopia. I don't know what that would be. Book Eaters. There's actually a book called that. I know. I read it. Was it good?
3: Uh, I liked it. It had an interesting horror element that I was not aware of going in. So that surprised me. But I actually really liked the book. Awesome.
1: All it right. Quirky. Well, th- thank you. Thank you so much. And Joey, do we have anybody else?
0: You do not.
1: I do not. Okay. That means I get to talk about more new books.
0: Huh. You do have a raised hand, Lynn Moore.
1: Lynn. That unmute button sometimes is very elusive. <laughs> sometimes you're it on is. Now. Yes, um, yes, you're good, Shannon. You did not give the author. I don't believe, or at least I didn't hear it, for the Rebecca, not Becky, book. Ah, oh, Rebecca, not that? Becky. Yes. So this is written by Christine Platt and okay. Catherine Wigginton Green. Um, and this just came out. On Tuesday. All right. Um, It is on Bookshare, I know. Um, I'm guessing it will be on Bard, but not yet. Not yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think it will probably appear there. Well, thank Um, you. You're so welcome. That is all I had for you. Okay. Well, thank you for... Asking, certainly. All right, so we are going to talk about more new books because what is better than new books? I don't know. All right, if you love The Wizard of Oz and if you love retellings, you might be interested in this next one. This is The Fairy Tale Life of Dorothy Gale, it's by Virginia Cantra. Uh, that last name is K-A-N-T-R-A. And this is sort of a reimagining of The Wizard of Oz sort of in like a modern time. Um, and it's kind of a feel-good women's fiction. She did a similar thing with Little Women um, a few years ago that ended up being a duology. Um, the first book was called Megan Joe. And then the second one is Beth and Amy. Um Cantor's writing is often compared to people like Robin Carr. I have not read Robin Carr, so I cannot um I cannot say whether I agree with that, but that is what what publishers say and what sort of the you know, book community as a whole. Um, that's a comparison that is pretty often made. So if you enjoy Virgin River, which is, I think, like one of the best known Robin Carr series, then Cantra's writing might work well for you. Um, I was obsessed with The Wizard of Oz as a child, and I have been just really pleased with retellings of that story you know, over the years. Um, but this one is kind of like a little less magical than some. Um, like we don't travel to the land of Oz, we stay very firmly in in this world. But we sort of meet um, people that embody, you know, the Scarecrow and the Tin Man and the Cowardly Lion, um, and of course Dorothy herself is you know the main character of this. Um, so this is the Fairy Tale Life of Dorothy Gale, and it is by Virginia Cantra. Um. And this is another one that came out on Tuesday. Um, let's see here. So I also want to mention a book that's coming out on the 12th. And this is Game On by Ceresia Glass, and it's S-E-R. E S S I A, Glass, G L A S S. This is a contemporary romance and it features a female gamer. It has some social justice elements. Um, she wrote, Glass has written quite a few things. Um, she got her start, I think, in young adult fantasy with a series called Shadowblade. And she has recently started writing um, contemporary romances. And her first one, I believe, is called The Love Con. And it came out a couple of years ago. Um, She was also someone that I interviewed for Book Bistro and very much enjoyed chatting with. Um, So that one should be out on Tuesday. Um, Let's see here. This Tuesday coming is not as big a release day as um, as the fifth was. And that kind of holds true, I think, for the rest of the month. Um, there are quite a few books coming out on the twenty sixth, which I will you know talk about um, when we're here again on the 21st, I think it's going to be. Um, But those are the new books that I have for you currently. Um, So we have about 15 minutes before, uh, well, somewhere between 15 and 20 minutes before we end for the night. So I'm wondering um, if people aren't necessarily looking for recommendations. Do you have books that you have read recently that you would like to recommend to others? Um, because that is also you know a thing that we do here. Because not all good book recommendations have to come from me. You know, I'm, I'm happy when they do come from me, but I'm equally happy when they come from others. So if you have read something that you think people should know about, definitely raise your hand and let me know.
0: Give it a second here, but right now you don't know. You don't have any raised hands. All right. Uh we got somebody in clubhouse now.
1: All right. What do we have in Clubhouse, Kayla? We have Michael.
0: Michael. Hello. Uh, I think this is the first time I've been on this call. Uh, I don't have a good recommendation, but I did drop in uh, and was curious what book you would recommend for a, I guess, techno thriller, something like Black Mirror, but in a book form. Ah,
1: okay. So, Blake Crouch does a number of these. Um, He has one called Upgrade which is his newest. Um, and there is quite a bit of like technology in there. Um, and his stuff has been compared to black mirror. And I have read, I'm looking for the title of the one that I read. So if you give me just a second, I will be able to give you that. Um, but he, I would say, is probably one of the most popular sort kind of techno thriller writers right now. Um, he came on the scene a few years ago, and a lot of his books now have been like republished um, in in audio and. Um... Okay, so the one that I read is called Recursion, and it sort of deals with people who are able to like go back in time and sort of use technology to alter things that happened to them. Um, It's kind of a a difficult concept to explain, but (laughs) it was one that I, I did really enjoy. And it was also like pretty thought provoking in terms of like the things that technology, you know, could do if it is used, you know, in ways that perhaps are not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would definitely recommend um, checking into that. I have seen a couple of things um, that deal kind of with like AI as I don't want to say a, a villain necessarily, but sort of a a way of you know kind of bringing like a, a different angle to thrillers. Um, Jessamine Chen wrote a book called "The School for Good Mothers," which deals with technology. Um, it's not quite a thriller. Um, it's a little bit more of a, a literary novel, but it does sort of deal with like technology and the ways in which, you know, sort of the the state, and I'm, I'm putting that in in quotes, um, is able to gain information about people. Um, you know, sometimes for good and and sometimes for not. Um, but that was one that I also really liked if you're looking for something that's not, you know, quite thrillery, but still thinks a lot about like technology and the ways in which it can help or harm people.
0: Perfect. thanks. I appreciate that. You're so welcome. And right. you don't have any raised hands right now.
1: All right. So. It is, you know, coming up on the end of the year. And this, of course, means that people are starting to do a lot of like best of lists for the year. Um, I would be interested in knowing. Um, and, you know, we can do this on the 21st if we don't have, um, you know, a lot of raised hands then. But I would definitely be interested in knowing for people who want to share, sort of, what are some of your, um, you know, top reads of 2023? And they can be books that, you know, obviously that you've read in 2023, whether they've been released this year or whether they're older books you know, that you've, um, you know, gone back and read for the first time, or maybe things that you've reread. Um, On Book Bistro, we are doing a series of episodes where we talk about sort of our year in reading. And I love these because people do them in in such different ways. Um, You know, some people talk about like a theme that they've read on, so, you know, maybe somebody wants to read like more mysteries or more nonfiction. And so they've talked about, you know, some of those things. Um, then we have people who just do like a straight up, you know, these are the books that I loved this year. Um, you know, some people kind of recap their reading year as a whole and talk about, you know, just different things that they've that they've read, maybe things that they've like dipped in and out of. Um, but I'm always interested in kind of knowing what makes people's like top, you know, list of like top things. Um, because I think, you know, we see some very obvious things like things that are, you know, bestsellers a lot of the time, things that have gotten a lot of buzz, you know, often deservedly. So, um, sometimes, you know, I'm a little confused by the bestseller list, but that's just me, um, But I think we also see some sort of hidden gems, things that, you know, don't necessarily get as much love as they could or should. Um, And I think those are the things that intrigue me most about what people are reading and loving. Um, You know, and everybody kind of comes at this from a different angle, because obviously what is fantastic for me um, might not be fantastic for you, so definitely think about that um, and come prepared with those on the twenty first, um, which is when we will be here again. Um, if we don't have any raised hands, and if you know, um, if we're gonna kind of wind down for tonight, I am going to go ahead and. End a little bit early, which is not you, something I.
0: You do not have race hands just so okay. you know. Okay. Thank you. From myself, um, or Kayla.
1: I don't tend to end early too much of the time, but I sometimes think that it's better to do that than to just sort of you know ramble on endlessly. Um, so I want to thank you all so much for joining me tonight. And I do want to remind you that we are here, or I am here, more correctly, the first and third Thursdays of each month. You can find the Book Bistro podcast on most of your podcasters of choice, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. Um, There's a whole list of them, but you can definitely find us if you search for Book Bistro Right now, we are, like I said, kind of looking at um, everyone's top reads of 2023. And on Friday, we will be sharing, so tomorrow, we'll be sharing a list of holiday books. Um, If you're looking for holiday-themed recommendations, definitely check that out. Again, I want to thank Joey for hosting us this evening. And Kayla for streaming in both Clubhouse and ACB Media 5. If you would like to get a hold of me for any reason, you can always email um, community at ACB.org and let Cindy know and she will put you in touch with me. Um, I'm happy to you know answer book questions in between these shows. Um, but definitely if you if you have, Questions, or you know, you know someone who has questions, definitely send them my way. I hope everyone is staying safe and well as you prepare for whatever winter holiday you celebrate. And I will be back with you once again on the 21st of December. Until then, happy reading.